Hello everybody, Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, it is Thursday, and the markets, <laughs> well, they've been, they've been pulling back strong, that's for sure. Um, all the major indexes are down today, uh, and I kind of want to go through that real quick. But before we do that, let's get into the slides and see kind of what's going on out there. Just wanted to show you um, the uh, NASDAQ. And the NASDAQ composite is looking pretty, pretty bad. Uh, we were making this rally attempt, and unfortunately, we got slammed today. And now I think we're we're back on the back on the track for the downward trend, and that is not looking good. Over on the uh, S&P, let's take a look at that. Um, the S&P 500, same story, really. Basically, what's happening again is that we are moving lower on the <laughs> we're, we're moving lower on that so not good even the oil stocks uh, took a tumble today not the greatest thing but uh, the oil stocks did take a tumble today and uh, I will show you that in a second um, well let's uh, get into the get into the slides um, so basically let's take a look at all of the uh, major indexes you can see they're all down every one of them every last one of them Communication services, computer staples, everything is off today. Even the energy is down. It's uh, it's down about two percent. So um, hey, uh, we're just seeing we're just seeing red all over. So the question is, are we going to go back to where we have been? And um, I do think that uh, you know we are going to probably move lower on everything. But the oil seemed to be holding fairly well. Uh, I did get stopped out though of uh, a new buy that I made today, and that was uh, that was uh, Oxy, which I was expecting I wouldn't have to do uh, that. Let's take a look at the way the things are stacking up in terms of some of the um, some of the charts here. I want to kind of uh, give you a look see on these oil stocks, how they're compared. Um, if, as you can see, you know Chevron's right here, but. Oxy has outperformed all the other oil stocks uh, year to date, as you can see. It has, uh, and but they're all kind of clustered around here. And then there's Oxy, which is sort of the sort of the leader. Uh, so let's kind of look at what's happened to Oxy today. OXY is the symbol for that, and that's Occidental Petroleum. This is, of course, a big holding. Uh, this is this is a big holding that Warren Buffett has. Uh, as you can see, I bought, I, you know, on this weakness, I thought, oh, I'll be so smart, I'll just go ahead and buy in the weakness. Well, I bought a full position at 67.51, and I put, the I put the stop super tight at 66.49, and guess what? It moved below the stop, and I was stopped out. But hopefully, if this reverses higher, I'm probably going to be back in this one. You know, sometimes you got to just keep on swinging for the fences. Um, you know, I didn't get a good entry on this one, but hopefully uh, I will going forward because I do think this is a great stock and has great potential, uh, great, great potential. Let's take a look at the small portfolio. Really nothing much has happened there on the small portfolio. I really have only have two stocks in there right now. They're the only ones that have really been able to hang in there. I'm still very, I'm still up on uh, Chevron, so I'm definitely liking that. Even with the pullback today, let's take a look at the at the at the chart for CVX uh, real quick here and pull that up on the screen. There we go. Okay, so with CVX, 
This is a Chevron. We did pull back, but we're still in the buy zone. One of the things is after hours, it's up. So I'm pretty confident with Chevron that it will continue its move upwards. Uh, you know, it did test the 10-day line, but it's still moving up. Now, I've added three times here. Didn't do anything today on this one. Uh, but as you can see with the small portfolio, basically, I, it's about 80% of the portfolio. This is not, I normally don't do it this way. Uh, I normally, uh, I normally am, you know, I, I might have as many as three positions, but right now in this strange market, this is sort of how I'm playing it with the small portfolio. I am up in this one, uh, pretty good, pretty good. Even after today, I've been in about, uh, about 39 days, uh, and we are, we are up on Chevron, um, but not a lot, you know, my average price is about uh, 173, and, you know, the, it's currently, it closed at 177, so this is a pretty, pretty slow mover, uh, but it seems to be holding its own in this terrible market. Let's look at the CBT, that is the ETF that tracks the 30-year bond, and as the 30-year, as the rates go, interest rates go up, and you remember from school, you know, normally when the interest rates go up, the value of the bonds go down, right? Well, uh, this one is inverse of that, so this one should uh, move opposite to that. So let's look at the chart for the TBT. Um, we have a nice, uh, it does have a nice relative strength of 97. It is, it was down a little bit today, but the, but the overall trend here is up. So we'll see what happens uh, after hours price on TBT is 26.46. Um, yeah, really not much to say more than that on the small portfolio. Here's a, here's a list of everything I have, I have holdings in right now. Of course, there's Chevron. Uh, it was down today. Everything was down today. Chevron was down today. BP was down today. Um, pro, um, the, uh, um, the, the TBT was down. Uh, Baker Hughes, that's a drilling company, of course. That was down. Shell was down. And EPEC. The Colombian Integrated Oil Company, that was down today, too. So just really a washout. A lot of stuff down, not a lot of stuff up. But I want to show you an interesting trade that I did make on American Express. Now, I did this, um, uh, this, this trade is a bear put spread. And what do I mean by that? Well, let's see what I mean by that. Here's, here's, what, here's what a bear put spread does. Basically, what happens is as the stock moves lower, this is increases in value. Today, I got into the a spread at uh, a total of four hundred twenty dollars, um, and if this thing falls, hopefully um, below the one fifteen uh, level, I'll make all the money on this one. And this one uh, basically, uh, will the payout on this one is five eighty for basically four twenty risked. Now let's take a look at the chart, kind of show you what I'm doing here. Uh, this is where I did enter the uh, enter the enter the um, uh, enter the enter the uh, bear call spread, the bear put spread, as it lost support on the 21-day line. So that's where I shorted it. That's called a short. And then if this thing re re removes, if this thing moves further down, uh, then potentially uh, we will. Oh, that's the American. That's the wrong one. Uh, this is for Nike. Excuse me, <laughs> I gave you the wrong. I gave you the wrong chart here. This one is for Nike. Uh, we came up. To, we came up to the um, to the 40-day line. We got. We lost support on it, and it's pulling lower. So this one uh, also is. Uh, you know, if this one falls 
below 115, and that's really right about here. Let's see if we can put it in there. Yeah, 113. So if it falls below there, I'll make all the money. And of course, that is the this is that is this trade here. So the way I got into the trade, of course, um, was to uh, buy two contracts of the July 15th 120 put, and then simultaneously sell two contracts of the 115 put. And the net uh, that uh, came out of my pocket for this four hundred and twenty dollars. Now, if uh, if if we if it looks like if it if it drops below four fifteen by in in basically uh, about forty five days, check that price. If it, if it falls below right here, yeah, right here, yeah. If it falls below there then we'll make all the money. And so I am kind of confident that we are reversing and it probably will be moving lower. So we'll see what happens here. Uh, but this one is uh, a bear put spread on Nike. And uh, hopefully that'll work out. So we'll see. And I'll keep you abreast of it <coughs> as we go forward. All right. Before we get into the questions, let's do one last thing. Here, oh, there it is. I guess that's I guess that's the one last thing. There we go. All right, let's get into some of the questions. Thank you for holding everybody. Hopefully, happy Thursday to you. And let's see what Lisa has to say. Lisa, hello, Jim. Recently bought CV, uh, CVX, Oxy, uh, and all the other stocks. Hold or sell? Oh, geez, I know. Scared. Scary sell-off today. I think that, you know, if you're not down more than 7%, I think that's basically what you got to... You know, this is a tricky market, I'll tell you, because uh, the entries are tough, uh, and so you know, I, I would I would hold them. Uh, I, I, I would I would I would definitely hold them. If we go back here, we can probably show you the yeah. Let me go to show you the performances of the different stocks. This is kind of what's happening with the different stocks. As you can see, Oxy has a great performance, but that's then, and the question is, what's going on now? So I am still pretty bullish. I'm very, actually, very, very bullish on the. Uh, I'm, I'm very bullish on on the oil stocks. So if you're not down more than seven percent, I'd be holding them, uh, at least for right now. All right, we have a question from TikTok. Thank you very, very much. Um, looking, this is your look to one, your look to ten, one to ten. IMPP. Let's see if we have that one. We can pull that up here. IMPP. By the way, if you're watching on TikTok. I am simulcasting this on. Um, I am simulcasting this on YouTube, and so you can see all the charts. Easy to do. Just go to my profile, click on the link, and uh, you will see the live feed from YouTube. All right, this is Imperial Petroleum. Wow, uh, it is. Uh, it's a Greece-based company. So basically, this is really not a petroleum company. This is a shipper. Interesting. This is a shipper, and it, and it is a penny stock. Uh, close at 82 cents a share, and up. To, I would avoid this one. <laughs> I would, I would avoid, I would avoid this one. This, you know, you could get into a lot of trouble with this. Unfortunately, I just think that uh, avoid. Um, I. Uh, MPP. I'm surprised they actually got a listing. That's pretty amazing that the fact that they did they actually got a listing in New York. But you know, I guess you can do that on the American Exchange, but I would avoid this one just because I just I just don't think this is a good stock. I uh, you know, penny stocks in this kind of market you can get wiped out very easily. You can get wiped out with good stocks though. 
So that's not a very pleasing thing to say, but it's true. All right, let's take a look. Thank you, Lisa, for that question. Uh, ALB, I'm at a 6% loss. Should I sell? Absolutely should sell. That's just the way you should do it because you don't want to take any more than a 6% loss on anything. Um, Albemarle is a good company, but, and let's look at it. Albemarle, okay, well, here's the thing. Albemarle has come down and it has, it has, it has pierced the 21-day line. Now, normally, tomorrow it probably will get support here. So I probably would not sell this initially. I would see how this thing closes tomorrow, but I suspect, my guess is this is going to this is going to move higher tomorrow. Why? Because it's come down to that 21-day line, and I think it's gotten support. Let's look at the tw let's look at the 15-minute chart to see if there's any hope here. Well, you know, I think that the bottom I think the bottom of this Albemarle this bounce is at about 233. So I would probably be a holder of this one, um, Stella. I would I would hold this one. If it moves, if it moves more than seven percent down, then you want to sell it. So here's what I would do, just as a strategy, and this is a kind of an automatic pilot strategy. I would set, I would set a stop loss for right about here, right about here, about 139. That's about where I'd set my stop loss. I would set a stop loss for 139 and just you know see what happens. I think it's going to bounce here. Uh, because it does look like it's going to get some support at the 21-day line. We'll see, but that's what I would do. I wouldn't just sell it outright. I would I would put the stop loss in at about 130, about 239 on Albemarle. So let's look at BPT and see what we've got there. BPT. Okay. Prudhoe Bay Royalty Trust. This is a good one too, by the way. This is a good one. Uh, pays lots of dividends. This is not a bad group to be in. Um, you know, I I I like this one. Look at this. The weekly chart's really quite good. It is extended. I, I wouldn't buy it here, but um, this is a good chart. Uh, you know, this is this is a good chart, uh, uh, Damian. This is a good chart, and I do think that uh, you know it is likely. Uh, it is likely. To, I don't think this is going to be a rocket ship by any stretch of the imagination, but it's a pretty darn good chart. Uh, the price to earnings ratio is a little high for me though, 36. I'd like to see it a little bit better there. Return on equity, 274%. That's pretty good. Uh, this just what the reason this doesn't have earnings here, the reason this doesn't have sales is because this is just earnings from other production and their and their and their earnings were up very strongly last quarter. So that's looking pretty good. Okay. Is it time to get into Tesla? This is a great question from TikTok. Let's take a look. To see, I don't suspect it is, even though it's up. Now, of course, everyone's going to say, "Well, you know, I bought it at the bottom." I don't think this is the bottom for Tesla, though. Uh, that's just my opinion. Um, I think that I think we're going to go down a little bit lower than this, but it does. This is really constructive. It does seem to be getting some support, but it's off after hours, eh, just slightly, not a lot. Um, and if we look at this, let's look at the monthly chart to kind of get the history here. Okay, come on, baby. There we go. There's the monthly chart. Uh, it it came down. It came down and it got supported basically 600. That's interesting. So so basically, what happens? It really its low point this week. 
was at six six twenty seven. So it does seem to be getting some 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 support there. That's very interesting. Yeah, it does it does seem to be getting some support. Yeah, right about six twenty seven thereabouts. It does seem to be getting some support. So that seems to be a support area there. Let's see if I can take off my chart legend and if that will. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, let me see if I can take off my annotations here. And there we go. Okay, great. Um, so looking at this chart, um, yeah, I mean, it definitely got some support at about. Um, you know, about 640, and then it's moving up. But here's the thing. I just think there's a lot of overhead supply in this one. I would be a lot more comfortable buying it above about there, above about, uh, um, you know, above about this pivot at about 900. So I, I just think it has to repair, but I definitely would watch it. I wouldn't buy it here. I'd wait for it to move higher. Now you say, Jim, why would you wait to move higher? Because it may not get higher because of the overhead supply. I think if you bought here... Uh, you might be very, very sorry uh, because there there may be a lot of selling on this one. So I still don't think that this has fully based. I don't think this is still. I still don't think this has fully run the course here. I, I think that it needs a more time. Believe it or not. So what would I do on <laughs> Tesla? I would wait. I would wait until we could see a nice close above about 900. But uh, so I'm going to be out of that for a while. Uh, what do you think uh, the CPI data will be? Higher inflation or lower inflation? It's going to be higher inflation, I'm afraid. I think the oil stocks will pop on this, but here's the problem. The price of oil has gone up so much so quickly that we're getting what they call demand destruction. People aren't just not driving because they can't afford it. Um, so <laughs> it doesn't. that's not good. That's not a good thing. But I do think that uh, the oil companies will benefit from this. So I do think the CPI is going to show more inflation, and it's not going to be fun. Uh, I, don't, I think it's not going to be fun. All right, let's see. Oh, SoFi. Let's look at SoFi. Uh, this is coming from TikTok. Let's see if we can find SOFI. See if we can analyze this, this chart here. Well, this is an awful chart, I have to admit. This, um, this is straight down, uh, just something you don't want to buy. Um, you know, you just don't want to buy this one. It is, uh, you know, it did rally a little bit up to the, uh, um, it did rally up to the um, um, the 40, the 50 day line, but it got resistance there and it's moving lower. <coughs> this one, let's see, this would be interesting. This is an interesting thing. I'm going to look at SoFi. What I'm going to do here is I'm going to compare an investment in SoFi uh, with an investment in Tesla and see which one is done better. So let's take a look. This is kind of interesting. I just, you know, this is sort of the text here. This is this is this is kind of an interesting little. Oop, does that work? Okay. Let's see if I can. Let's see if let's see if I can uh, share this. Let's see if I can let's see if I can share this this comparison here, because it's kind of cool actually. So let's look at it. Um, right there we go. <coughs> so if we look at SoFi and we look at Tesla, 
starting back here, let's a year. <laughs> you can see starting starting back here, um, basically a year ago, if we bought equal amount of Tesla, equal amount of uh, SoFi. If we had bought Tesla, we would actually be a little bit up. That's pretty good. But if we bought SoFi, we would be hurting very, very badly. So uh, not a uh, not a good thing there. So if we if 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 we were to compare these two stocks, these are two tech stocks, obviously. If a year ago we took the same amount of money, we put it in Tesla stock, we put it into SoFi stock, the Tesla stock would be worth actually a little bit more. It'd be worth about. 20 about um it would be up about 15 percent which is pretty impressive for 20 percent unfortunately the sofi stock would have been down almost 80 percent so that that's kind of a cool little comparison there i'm gonna do more of those i like those because they kind of give you an idea of where we're going okay thoughts on low this is i is this lows l-o-w l-o-w i think it is i think this is lows low yeah it's lows lows um what I'm seeing with Lowe's here is Lowe's is moving down. <laughs> no surprise there, unfortunately. This got the death cross on it. That means it's probably going to move lower. All right. It did rally a little bit up to the to the to the uh, um, to the 50-day uh, line, so that's a good thing. Um, will this move lower? This possibly will. This possibly is a short. Um, I wouldn't be doing it right now but this is possibly a short because it's come down it's rallied on the relative strength up to that um, up to the 50-day line and if it if it loses support here it's probably going to go lower so actually I'm going to put this on my list short lows now <coughs> this one is probably not going to go to zero because you know lows does have a good footprint out there but it does have a long, it, it could fall a long, long way. Back in the uh, COVID meltdown here, it was all the way down here at 60. So currently it's at 190, 194. This one could go a lot lower, actually, believe it or not. This one, this one, could, this one could go lower. So this one might be a good short. So I wouldn't buy this one long. <laughs> that's just the, that's just the, uh, the whole, the whole shoot match, unfortunately. All right, any thoughts on SoFi? Well, we did SoFi. You know, SoFi is going to go lower. It may go out of business. I, I mean, the stock may be delisted. It's, it's really in trouble, so I wouldn't be buying it. AMC, probably the same situation. These meme stocks have not been uh, faring very well, but let's look, at, let's look at the meme stocks here. This is going to be looking at AMC, and again, we have a downward trend. Just for fun, let's see if we can let let's see if we can put together a um, a comparison between AMC and SoFi. Um, see AMC and SoFi. You know, because these are kind of two of the meme stocks. See see which ones did the did the best or worst. Let's let's see if we can let's see if we can do that. So the first one is AMC that we want to put on there, and then I'm going to put on SoFi S O F I. This is the SoFi technology. So let's take a look. Boy, they're per they're equally bad. Isn't this amazing? We kind of put it over there so you kind of cover up some stuff. Let me see if I can. There we go. Let me do that. There. Okay. So, oh, there we go. So what I'm doing here is I'm just kind of showing you 
in this box. Let's see if I can get a bigger screen. Yeah, there we go. So this is kind of an interesting comparison. The blue here, of course, um, is SoFi, and the the black here, this is the AMC. So if you bought a hundred shares of a hundred dollars worth of either both, <laughs> uh, basically a year ago, let's pull pull that. Let's see if I can do that. It's not letting me. Okay, so if we if we were to if we were to basically have bought a hundred dollars worth of both SoFi and AMC back a year ago, uh, they would both be 75% less value, less in value. They'd be worth about uh, 25 cents. So they have they're pretty much pretty bad, and and both are equally bad as you can see. They've just kind of fell off the cliff, and it really it really kind of started. It's really been going on a while. So. Neither of them are very good, I'm afraid, I'm afraid to say. Sorry about that. <laughs> Wish I had better news. Um, is it a buying point on, for Chevron, Oxidil, and Petroleum, Shell, ExxonMobil? Okay, let's look, um, City. Let's look to see if, if it is, if we can find, um, you know, if we, if we can find something that is going to let us get a good buy point. So I'm going to pull back up the chart. Here, okay. Pull up the chart again, and let's let's first look at Chevron to see where the buy point is. CVX is the symbol, of course. Let's see what the buy point is for that. Um, Chevron uh, basically has a buy point right now, and this is a calculated buy point of one hundred and one seventy four seventy five. We're currently at 177.96, so we're just above that buy point. This is not a bad place to be. This is not a bad place to be entering. Uh, this is not a bad place to be getting into Chevron. The the buy point for Chevron 174.76. So that's looking pretty decent. Um, I like this one because it's kind of slow moving, and even though the market seems to be falling apart, and this one seems to be working. Let's look at Oxy O X Y. Now, Oxy's performance has been really excellent this year, and I'll, I'll show you that in just a second. This one's pulled back, and the question is, how far above the buy point is it? Well, it's pretty far above that. The buy point on it's 35.75. So currently, Occidental is extended. I bought it probably foolishly. This is why you don't want to buy extended. <laughs> Here I am telling you, and I've, I've broken my own rule. Um, there is what they call a primary buy point and a secondary buy point. Today, what I did is I bought Oxy at the primary at, at the secondary buy point, and this is one of the reasons why sometimes this does not work out. <laughs> some some sometimes when you buy at the secondary buy point, it just doesn't it doesn't work out. I tried to do that. Let's see, did I put it in? Yeah. Let's see if I let's see if I I don't know if I annotated this. Let's see if I did. Um, if you buy, normally you want to buy at the buy point. The buy point for Oxy, uh, 36.75. So we're way extended. We're way above that. I tried to buy it here because there's a secondary buy point if it comes down to the 21-day line and then reverses. But it came all the way down to the 21-day line, but it didn't reverse. It kept going down. Now it looks like it may get a little bit of little bit of reversal tomorrow. Maybe I can pick it up if it moves up. But I wouldn't recommend Oxy just because of the action. 
Right now, Ox. Right now, um, the, your best bet is probably Chevron, and it is buyable. The the buy point's 174. It's just above that, so um, uh, so it's definitely buyable. Let's look at Exxon Mobil. Let's see if there's an entry point for Exxon, and boy, it is really extended to great stock again, of course. Um, uh, but it is extended. The last buy point for this one was 89.80. So at 102, it is extended. So you probably can't buy that one here. It just it's probably not going to work well for you. Uh, let's see the other ones that you said. Okay, mobile Exxon Mobil, uh, Shell. Let's look at Shell. I I bought I started a small position in Shell in one of my accounts, and it's sort of it's sort of not done that well. Um, S-H-E-L, okay, there we go. Okay, so the buy point for Shell, 56.13. We're currently at 60.20, so we're just we're just um, above the buy point. We're really not that far above the buy point. So if we go to the weekly chart, we can probably see how far above that buy point we are. Yeah, we're only 6% above the buy point. So currently, you probably you could buy Shell here. You could definitely buy Shell at this price at fifty nine fifty three. You could buy it here because there's a, there's a buy point that's close enough. It's a flat base uh, formation. Fifty six thirteen is the buy point on Shell. It is six percent above that, but it's still buyable just barely. I wouldn't buy it too much higher than this. So the two stocks that we really are looking Buyable right now are Chevron, uh, which is CVX, of course, and then Shell, S H E L. They're both monster companies, and they're both uh, buyable at this point. Uh, and and, and with, you know, they're buyable at this point. All right, let's look at ICL. This is the fertilizer company, and hopefully, it we hopefully we're going to have a a good number for this one. ICL Group. Um, this is an agriculture company. This is a very, this is still a very strong group, and you know, uh, it, uh, you know, the, with the famine going on pretty much everywhere in the world, uh, you know, this is still, this is still good. Now today, unfortunately, it took a dumper, and it, it's moving down to the bottom of the consolidation. Um, the bottom of the consolidation is about nine ninety three. It's right here. So if it reverses off the bottom there, it's probably going to go down and touch the 200-day line. So right now, I think you did, I think you can't do anything. I think you got to wait. What you could do, this is what I would do on this one if you're not in it already. So I would draw a reversal line here and see kind of what the deal is. If if it moves above this reversal line, that's where you would buy it. So. I would wait for it to reverse and then move up to just a little bit above 12. That's where I would buy it on the reversal. Now this is a this is a what they call a low cheat. Normally you want to wait until it comes all the way up to the uh, the pivot, which is the buy point 12. But you can in this case, as it comes down and reverses, you can buy it off of this uh, off of this line here. So currently the low cheat on this one. This is a uh, a Mark Minervini term. That I think is a really great term. It's called the low cheat. You could buy it right about there at 12.05. Um, if you're not all, if if you're if you're not if you're if you're, uh, 
I, I still think I would hold this one even if I was down because I do think this was going to reverse the up. You know, this isn't this this is the stock isn't in a downward trend. It's in an upward trend. Uh, and you know, I could be totally wrong on this one, but I think that it's going to bounce here. So I would hold this one. Uh, you know, that's that's what I would be. That's what I would do uh, in this particular case. So thanks for that, Jim. Oh, Jim's fan. Right? Nice. Thank you very much. Oh, wait a minute. We want to look at. <laughs> Let's take another one first. Let's look at PWR. PWR. All right. Let's see if we can make money on this one. Quanta Services. All right. This is okay. Oil and gas. I'm liking that. Uh, it's in heavy construction, which has not been as good, but ding, ding, ding. <laughs> we have the Blue Dot Special, and this is really good. By the way, this is a, this is a kind of a, a thing that's interesting. This has a cup formation. This is a very nice formation. I wouldn't buy it yet. I would wait for a reversal on this one, but this one is going higher. <laughs> this, I, trust me on this. This one is going higher. Now, I, I want to wait for it to reverse. It's been, it's been moving down, and the, but the volume has been moving down. So I suspect that we will get a reversal, probably at the 21-day line, probably right about there. I had a little. I, I had a little th trigger that was tripped on this one. So I think we're just going to reverse at the 21-day line. In the 21-day line, let's see if I can bring that up here. The 21-day line, we're, we're basically 6% above that 21-day line. So here's what I would do if you want to pick up some shares here, and I think this is a good stock. Have it pull down to where that green line is. When it reverses off of that, and I'm pretty sure it will, that then that's the place you want to buy it. But right now, you can't do it. you got to watch list it because it is trading lower. Ah, so difficult. All right. Uh, how, uh, how low uh, Nike will go before? Oh, thank you very much on that. Um, let's look at Nike. Um, uh, by the way, I have a short on that one, NKE. And let's see, kind of look to see where it will probably trade down. Now... <clears throat> I think, <laughs> and that could be dangerous when I'm thinking, um, I think it's likely to move down to about the 115 level, right about, let's see if I can put it right on there, right about here, right about the bottom of the 30-day of the, the, the line. That's where I kind of think it's headed. Now, today, it's at 118.70. Now, I did do a, I did do a, sh a short on this one. Oop. Get to the right check. There we go. There's the right one. I did do a short on it. This was my short on Nike today. And basically what I did is I, I I bought the 120 put and then I sold that 115. Now I think it's going to drop all the way down to 115 and possibly below 115. We'll see. You know, you, you never can you never can. I think that's what's going to happen. And if it does, this this trade will work. I probably want to put out this. Maybe I'll put out this trade on the action trade alerts, uh, at least on the menu. Um, I haven't. I just. I just did it. I, I didn't have to full time to put together the slide, but this one I do believe that by the month's end, we're looking at you know 115 for Nike, um, probably below that. We may go as low as 113 uh, or by the end of the month, but I definitely think we're looking at that today. It's it's trade. It's trading up a little bit in after hours. It was off three percent. Um, but you see, you, you can see how much this can fall. 
you know, it can fall easily, you know, it fell 3% today, and, you know, so it could easily fall down to 115 or below. I definitely think it's going to be below 115. That's my, that's my take on it. At least for now. <laughs> At least for now. All right, Rachel, thank you very much. Um, when do you think the recession, uh, uh, the war, and all these things, um, uh, when will we have a good market? Well, <laughs> I don't really want, we could have, we could have a two or three year recession very easily. Um, this is not very exciting. Let's, uh, this is, this is not something that I want to be, you know, I don't, I don't think that's necessarily the greatest thing, but let's look at the, let's look at the uh, Dow Jones over a long period of time. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to go to the Dow Jones, and we're going to look at a long time. Um, yeah, the Dow Jones, the Dow Composite Actual, and let's look at that over a period of a long time and see. All right. And let's look at these kind of recessions. All right. So basically, if we go back here to 94, most of the time the market is in an upward trend, as you can tell. Very nice. Oops. Let's get that pen in there. Most of the time it's in there, but it goes through these periods. It goes through these 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 pullbacks. Now, this pullback, the the the, the pullback that we had basically in '99. This is the 2000 crash. This basically lasted for, <laughs> you know, get ready for it. One, two, about two years. Okay, that was the that was the 2000. So that from about 2000 to 2002 we had a little bit of a down market, and that was not a good market, as you can see. Now, if we go forward to the, the 2008 housing crash, that was a much quicker, very, it was, a deep, it was a deep recession, but it was much quicker. It really only lasted about 12 months, as you can see, only really from about here, from about, from about there to there. So, well, a little bit longer than that, about a year, a little bit over a year, this one. So three years, one and a half years now. We did have the the flash COVID crash. That only lasted really for for about two quarters. That was about only about two quarters, as you can see. That was really a small one. So my guess is, and it's all guess, my guess is that we're going to see a little bit longer one. I think we could see two years. <laughs> now, the good part is we've already been through part of it. It really started in December of 2021. So we've got, we've already about six months into this recession. They haven't called it a recession, but it is one. We know that. Um, so I think that we could be looking at, you know, the rest of the year and possibly into the next year. So I think about a year and a half is what we're looking at, Rachel. I wish we weren't, but that's my guess. And during these recessionary periods, you know, it's not fun, but we can make money by shorting. So, yeah. <laughs> It's not fun. Um, it's it's not fun. Uh, but you know, we, we can make money. So don't so don't so don't you know. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> Let me tell you that. Let's look at Lily. Lly. Thank you, Rachel, so much. Uh, it's not the end of the world. It really isn't. It's just that I think it's going to be probably hard, tough sledding for a while. Lily is a good one in a recessionary period because they can you know they they have. You know they don't have to depend on consumers because of the insurance. They're pay, you know most of their payments are through insurance, so that so they tend to be 
relatively res resilient when it comes to uh, recessions. So drug stocks can be a very good safe harbor. Um, this one pulled down, of course, to the 21-day line, and uh, I, you know, this is looking very strong. I mean, this is a, you know, it, it's it's in this consolidation. It came up to the pivot, which is the buy point, and then it was rejected, and it's going to bounce and then probably go higher. So I still like this one a lot. I think this is really, really good. I, you know, it's just going to be tough. The entry point is going to be tough on this one, but yeah, we're we're two, we're three percent below the pivot. You know, this isn't this isn't a bad place to buy it. Uh, Lily is definitely an upward trend. We have the relative strength line, which is a 95, and it is increasing in strength. The S and P 500. This is the S and P 500 line. This is black line here. That is decreasing. So. This is gaining on the rest of the market, so I like that. Uh, it's in an area that is getting better, medical diversified, uh, 32. So I think this, I, I, I do like this stock. I mean, I think that, you know, if you buy it, uh, this, this wouldn't necessarily be a bad place to buy it. It looks like it's hugging. It's probably going to pull down a little bit more to the 50-day uh, line, and then, you know, but it seems like it's holding that 50-day line. So I like it. I mean... I, I like Lily. <laughs> I really do. VRTX. And this is an interesting one, too. Um, I wish I was a little bit more confident with the drugs drug companies right now because the groups are not as good. This medical, biomedical and medical tech, 97 out of 197. So it's, it's good, but it's not great. Uh, and the relative strength line is pointing down. So I would, I think, you know, we'll see if it gets support here. This one, this one's very volatile. Um, boy, I tell you what, I would be, I would be careful about this one. I think that, you know, it probably will get support at the last pivot, which is the 254. So um, that might be a place that you could buy it. We're, we're about four, we're four bucks above that. So. Um, would I buy it here? Eh, I would be a little bit careful. I want to see it. I don't want to. I don't want to buy it on a downward trend. That's for sure. I don't want to buy it on a downward trend. Uh, Where the stock overall is an upward trend, but but in the local trend, it's down. So I would wait for potentially for a reversal higher, and I think we're likely to get that right about 254. That's where I think we're going to get some some some. Um, some support. So, no, wouldn't buy it tomorrow. I'd watch list this one. Uh, would, would, would watch this one, but thank you for that. Great question. Uh, I bought Exxon today. <laughs> oh, geez. I, I know. I know. So hard. You you bought the right stock. Just, just look at it this way, <laughs> Nick. You bought the right stock at the wrong time. <laughs> I've done this so many times. It is so frustrating. But you bought the right stock. XOM is a great stock. But this is the danger, and, and this is why I keep talking about extended. This is the danger of extended. Okay, what do I mean by that? Well, the correct buy point for ExxonMobil is, and this is so hard, I, I, I do this all the time myself. I try to get bargains, and you know, it's not a good way. The, the correct buy point for this one, 89.80, and then you can buy it basically from 89.80 up about 5%, and that's it. And then above that, it's extended. And unfortunately, it's the right stock. You definitely bought the right stock. But it needs to be it needs to have been bought in that zone there, in that zone. <laughs> That's the pivot plus 
anything above that, it's extended. And that's the danger of buying extended. That's why you don't want to do it. <laughs> that's that's in, in, in a nutshell. Do, do I fall, Do I always eat my own dog food? Absolutely not. Because I bought uh, Occidental Petroleum and I thought I was going to get it on a nice reversal. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I got slammed. So, eh, it happens. But, you know, remember... You can always, if you get if you get stopped out, you can always go back into a stock. So that that's always a possibility. All right, two questions here for from Samuel three forty seven. No, I'm sorry, three seventeen. Let's look at Amgen A M G N. And I have this is a, this is a blast from the past. This is a massive company, and I have not heard much from this company in like ten years. Um. It's a great company. It just I've heard a lot from it. Um, could you buy it here? Well, it's got the it's got the golden cross. All right. First, the first thing that uh, that I like about this already, I'm looking at. It. Oops, come on. There we go. Is the fact that the 50-day um, moving average is crossed above the 200-day moving average. And if you'll notice, I mean, this is kind of this is kind of really kind of you got to look at this carefully. You'll notice that this 200-day moving average was sloping down and then now it's starting to slope up. This is a good sign because that means that, 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 that money is flowing into this issue. Also on the relative strength line it's improving and on the relative strength line it's a 90 and this little blue thing here it's pointed up so that's a good thing. But today of course it took a dump. Now the question is how far is it going to go? Where is it going to get support? My guess is probably and let's see if there is a let's see if there's a pivot on it. Yeah, um, yeah, we're 6% above that pivot. So I would not buy this at this point. I would wait until it comes down a little bit more. I suspect it's going to come down. I don't think it's going to come down to the 200-day moving average, but I do think it's going to come down lower than this. So I would watch this this one. I would not buy it at this point. It's a good, uh, it's a good stock, but it's not in a good position to buy right now. So... I would not be a buyer of that right now. Okay, let's take a look at some of the other TikTok. We did Tesla. Um, oh, why is Doggy um, stuck stuck between seven? And, I have no idea. A lot of these cryptos tough to trade right now. Uh, if you got profits in crypto, really consider taking some off the table because. I think it's going to be a, a. I think it's going to be a wild ride. Let's just let's kind of look in on crypto a little bit. Um, what I do when I when I'm trading crypto is I use the GBTC. It's the Grayscale um, Bitcoin Trust it, symbol for it is GBTC, and and this tracks uh, basically this tracks um, the price of Bitcoin. This is about four. This represents about four percent of the world's Bitcoin. And unfortunately, what I'm saying is not, I don't like seeing this. It's down all the way down in 20. It's at 19. We have a downward trend on, uh, you know, we, 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 have, we, have a, we have a downward trend on uh, the GBTC. So this is telling me, this is sort of my, my research here, that we're gonna, it's going to go lower. Let's take a look at the monthly chart. Yeah, I'm afraid this is going to give up some more. I think that the relative strength is 16. So my guess, and this is just based on the charts, not nothing else, uh, Bitcoin is likely to go lower. <laughs> Jeez, it's funny because I was buying it. I was I was buying it on, right right in here, and it was pretty doing really well. But 
C'est la vie. All right. Well, we're at basically um, we're we're just out of time. Thank you everybody so much for taking a look at the show. By the way, if you're not already on the action trailer, it's super easy to do. It's free, by the way. Just go to www Dallas Trading Floor. And by the way, if you are um, if you're so inclined, please, 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 please like the show. If you do, that would really help. I mean, it, it really helps me get out to a lot of people. If you're on TikTok, please like it. We've got over 100,000 people that watch us on TikTok. Wow, that's amazing. And we're trying to get more on YouTube as well. So please like the show. And uh, I will be back tomorrow at 5. That'll be Friday. We'll do a weekly wrap-up of everything. It's just a tough market right now to trade. I know <laughs> not fun to be in this market. Remember, if you're down more than 7% on any issue, consider selling, keeping your cash intact. Because, um, you know, we're probably going to see some more heavy weather now that we've broken. And we may have a trend. We may have it. We may have a trend reversal. Don't know this yet. We'll, I will know this only tonight. Uh, we may have a trend reversal lower. So I'm going to try to put out stuff that's going to help everybody make money as the market pulls back because I do believe we're going down lower, and there are ways to make money as the market moves lower. With, uh, with, with, with there are ways to make money. So um, I will be back tomorrow at uh, 5 o'clock again. Thank you, everybody, and happy trading.